A slip on a snowy sidewalk in winter is a small thing. It happens to millions. A fall from a ladder in the summer is a small thing. That also happens to millions. The slip or fall produces a subluxation. The subluxation is a small thing. The subluxation produces pressure on a nerve. That pressure is a small thing. The pressure cuts off the flow of mental impulses. That decreased flowing is a small thing. That decreased flowing produces a diseased body and brain. That is a big thing to that man. Multiply that sick man by a thousand, you can control the physical and mental welfare of a city. Multiply that man by a million, you can shape the physical and mental destiny of a state. Multiply that man by 130 million, you can forecast and prophecy the physical and mental status of a nation. So, the slip or fall, the subluxation, the pressure, the flow of mental impulses, and dis-ease are big enough to control the thoughts and actions of a nation. Now comes a man. Any one man's a small thing. This man gives an adjustment. The adjustment is a small thing. The adjustment replaces the subluxation. That's a small thing. The adjustment subluxation releases pressure upon nerves. That's a small thing. The released pressure restores health to a man. That is a big thing to that man. Multiply that well man by a thousand. You can step up the physical and mental welfare of a city. Multiply that well man by a million. You can increase the efficiency of a state. Multiply that well man by 130 million. And you produce the healthy, wealthy, and better race for posterity. So the adjustment of subluxation to release pressure upon nerves to restore mental influence flow to restore health is big enough to rebuild the thoughts and actions of the world. The idea that knows the cause, that can correct the cause of dis-ease is one of the biggest ideas known. Without it, nations fall. With it, nations rise. This is the biggest idea known. That's B.J. Palmer, biggest of the fellow in 1949. <clears throat> I graduated from life in 1989 and uh, I was unaware of these things called rebirth. I had heard about them, uh, they were talked about here and there, but I had no idea that they existed. I had no idea that B.J. Palmer wrote all these volumes, and I wish I had when I was here in school. So when they asked me to teach in the year 2000, and I came down in 2001, one of the things to the conditions I said is, I will teach here, but I'm going to read from green books. Because when I started reading green books, I started understanding chiropractic philosophy. I started getting chiropractic philosophy. And the thing about chiropractic philosophy is that when you start studying the philosophy, then you become a different person because of what you're studying. And you start to impact people in different ways. So I've been in practice now for 32 years. Most of my practice is kids and pregnant moms. So more than 50% of my practice is kids and pregnant moms. And it is the most amazing feeling to be in practice for this long and have this much confidence to know when I see a new patient, a new pregnant mom, or a new baby, or a new kid on the spectrum, or a new kid with ADHD, I know with authority what's going to happen with this kid. Because I've seen it over and over and over and over again for 30-something years. So just to give you some examples, I want to just tell you, just in the last week, what parents or kids have told me in the last week, a good one. So a mom came in with a child who is three years old and not talking. <clears throat> now he has not been diagnosed with anything, but if you're three years old and not talking, what most likely is going on? Autism, right? Most likely that's what's going on. So, <clears throat> but I appreciate she doesn't want to get her kid diagnosed, doesn't want to go that route, I'm a game with that. So I've seen this kid for, it just been six weeks, so I usually do a reach out, I mean, 
functional neurological exam. I am a brain-based chiropractor. I am not a bone-based chiropractor, right? Not that's wrong or bad, it's just my opinion. I am a brain-based chiropractor. So we check this kid's little brain out. <clears throat> we give him a brain score, and his brain score was like three or something out of 10. So six weeks later, we do a re-exam, and during the re-exam, the mom says to me, I have to tell you something. <clears throat> the other uh, couple weeks ago, um, when we went to the Atlanta County Gardens to see the light show, kind of like the lights like here, so Atlanta County has their own little light show. Uh, so we went to see that, and he was walking around, and for the first time in two days, number one, he pointed for the first time. The kid is three and a half years old. Pointing is something that comes about when. Remember what my wife talked about? Right, my wife was talking to this group. Uh, so remember what she talked about with development? Right, when does pointing come? It's like close to a year, that's when pointing should come. So he's two years old in pointing, but now he pointed for the first time. And he said a word other than mom or dad. He said, lights. As clear as you go, like, not like, blah, or the, you know, lights, lights. And he started pointing, and the mom was crying, telling me this, saying, it's such beauty to hear him say something other than mom or dad, to see him point. Because what's happening is his brain is turning on. Right? He's goes to OT and PT and speech, and has done so since he's a year old. So he's had two years of traditional stuff. In six weeks of getting adjusted and doing functional neurological exercise, the kid is starting to talk and make a point. There is nothing, nothing like that in the whole world. And there's nothing I'd rather do than that. Right? So we talked about this, how this is big enough to build the thoughts and actions of the world, but we're going to build the thoughts and actions of the world one person, one kid at a time. Another kid I want to talk about. Alright, so here's my shot. So one of my favorite kinds of cases is a kid who comes in who has severe developmental delays. So we have a four-year-old boy who's not walking, not talking, not feeding himself, not gripping things, nothing. He's being carried in, four years old. Uh, he had a very significantly challenged birth, had a lot of brain trauma during birth, had an infarct in his brain, so part of his brain was turned off. But does that mean his brain is incapable? No, no, because there's something about the brain called neuroplasticity. Have you heard about that, neuroplasticity? There's this amazing thing called neuroplasticity, which means that if one part of the brain fails or doesn't work very well, what can the brain do? Return very good, rebuild itself. If you say, well, this area here isn't working, I'll just use the next door neighbor. Right? That's why we have this, that's why we have this amazing split brain, because we have this amazing blend of duplicity. It's incredible. So this kid, we put him during our neurological. See, this is not a chiropractic exam I'm talking about. So we put him face down and around. Right? We put him face down. Every, every child who's unable to walk goes face down and around. I want to see what they do. So we put him face down and around. Now, at four years old, obviously you should be walking. But when should you, at the very least, lift your head up like this? When should you, at least, at the very, at the very least, be able to lift your head up off the ground? When? At what age? Two to three months. He couldn't do that. Four years old, 
start heading down the ground here. Could not get the Not rolling. The kid couldn't roll. He couldn't jam out the roll. Back in front and front and back. His hands were stuck like this. Like completely in fists like this. He could open his hands and take them and move everything. When I look at the kid, he close his hand. What kind of reflex is that? That's the pain. Palmer. Right? Has anybody worked about that? No. But you don't have to try to do PT. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with this, this approach. But if a kid isn't walking, what are you trying to get a kid to do? You try to get to walk. So they're trying to get him to walk in PT. But if he's hit, you lift him up underneath his armpits. And he's like, Kelly, what you're trying to do? I appreciate that the thought process is getting him to walk. He's not ready to walk. He's got to get his head off the ground first. Do you understand? This is neurology. This is the brain, right? You try to go away from the brain says, right, let's get this to walk. Oh, good luck with that. Right? Good luck to get him to stand up. Good luck to get him to put his weight on his feet. He can't, he can't even lift his head off the ground. Six weeks, we do a reason. Guess what he can do? Lift his head off the ground. He's rolling all over the place in six weeks. Three years, OT, PT, and speech. Nothing happens. Six weeks. This is the power. This is the power. This is, when media talks about this is the biggest idea I know. This is the biggest idea I know. This, this, I, I've been doing this for 32, almost 33 years. I still get chills. I am still amazed at what the power of the body can do. <clears throat> and one more, just quick story to talk to you about. <clears throat> I have this gorgeous set of twins, my own set of twins, that I take care of. But this one gorgeous set of twins. <clears throat> I have the information from mom of this picture I took. But uh, these kids are obviously going to be future firefighters. Uh, and they're both about a year and a half old. And uh, I practice, uh, I use a lot of activator when I practice. So, and also, and obviously if you use a lot of activators, you're going to break activators, just how it is. So I have two busted activators um, that I let the kids play with. Because uh, so we have their own pirate players, they're going to be cute little things once a day, but sometimes the kids want to be a thing. So, so we have these two busted other ones um, that they hold on to. And two boys the other day, we're holding the two activators and running around and like adjusting like each other and adjusting mom and pretending adjusting mom and adjusting. I have a picture of them adjusting. We have a, a spine, like a plastic spine model, and they're working on this. Just wow. You know, the mom's like, they both did the characters. I'm like, why not? I adjusted that since the, before the mom was even pregnant. I adjusted the mom before she was even pregnant, just for her whole pregnancy. Why, why not? Right? So, not, not to say that everybody should be a basic firefighter, right? That's not what I'm suggesting. You want to go into sports, that's great. We want to the geriatrics, there's plenty of that out there. You like the eye stuff, fabulous. For me, my passion, my love is this. There's nothing. I, I get so excited when we have another case come in with another this, that, the other thing, or a mom with a breech baby, or a, a child with autism, a child with ADHD, or birth disorders, or they can't walk, whatever it is, I get so stoked because I know what I'm going to see. Right? 
every one of you have the same ability that I do. Right? So this is, I'm not doing anything special, right? I'm doing anything unique or different than my office that anybody can do in their offices. What I do know is I have belief, right? I have congruency, and I have studied, right, to get here. And it's not just going to chiropractic school. I'm telling you, chiropractic is just the beginning. You've got to become good at making something or certifying something. Right? Don't think that you should think you're just going to graduate and you'll be done. Graduate is just a start. Right? Because I don't want to just be an average chiropractor. Right? I want to be the best. I want to be the top. So I have studied and studied and I'm still studying. This last year, I became a little certified. Right? You hopefully you guys have not even should read it in this book. Dr. Robert Lilla, he's a functional neurology chiropractor, and he's like, especially for kids, yeah, this is his thing. So I'm still, I took 10 modules, 10 weekend modules, took a crazy test, and now I'm sort of that's the whole idea. That I'm still growing. Right? You don't just graduate from time. You graduate to start, right? Graduation is just a ticket in, right? There's a speeding. If you want to get into the speeding, you gotta want to take it. The thing is called graduation. Right? Then you start. Then the concert starts. And the thing that's so cool is that, you know, yes, chiropractic can change the kids that you work on and the adults and the pregnant moms and senior citizens and all. They can change that. But chiropractic can change you. That to me is the most important thing. Is chiropractic can change you if you let it. Chiropractic can become something more than just a job. How many people out there, you know, including like my folks, my, my parents, they, they just worked for a living, right? They worked to make money. My father hated his job. He would come home every single day going, oh, God. Oh, God, I need this work. I need it. I mean, and he would look at me and say, Drew, please promise me. Please promise me a blessing in love. Please, 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 please. Please promise me a blessing in love. And I said, every day I promised that I promised that I promised that I I did. I fulfilled this. I fulfilled this one wish. This one amazing wish was to find something you love. Most people are bored sick in their jobs. They go to work only because they have to make a living and they have to pay rent and their car payments and have to eat and stuff. Right? I don't want a job like that. I don't want to fight like that. How miserable would I be? Just going to work at home. You know, I've got to just all these stupid people in there. Right? That's, you gotta, that's why you've got to find a niche. You've got to find a, who you want to adjust. For me, I don't really particularly like adjusting adults as much. Just as me. Right? I'm just there as a great honor. I don't really like just adults, right? but I have to just adults. Why? Because they have kids, right? <laughs> because they have kids. Because they're kids, I adjust their kids. So I do it because I have to, but it's not my thing. My use is to adjust the little babies. My use is to adjust the child on the spectrum. My use is to adjust the human ADQs, bouncing off the wall for that first year. Right? My use is adjusting the credit model with pain. My use is adjusting the credit model who's got a free pay. My use is adjusting the credit model comes in. This is, this is how they more and more. We had a credit model come in who was 10 weeks pregnant and said, this is my first baby, and I heard that it's really good idea to get adjusted during the whole pregnancy, and I've never been adjusted before, but I, I, I just think it's supposed to be a great thing just to keep my body as healthy and strong as possible so I can have the best way I can. Can you do that? I'm like, I said, trust me, I don't do that much, so we can do that. Right? Most of the time it's the people coming to my class and saying, man, 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 Right? That's what you should see in adult, right? And I, I don't like that. Now, if you like that, that's what you should go for. And if, you, if your jam is 
someone who's been in a car accident and want to take care of people who've been in a car accident? Great! But find something that's going to excite you, that's going to give you a reason to get up in the morning and say, yes, right? Yes, so I've been teaching here for 20 years. I love teaching because I love talking about the passion of what I've been able to find and then give a little bit of that to you. And whether you want that or not, that's totally fine. I don't care. But I'm going to stir a little stuff up in you every single morning when you see me at 7. I'm going to read some green books. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of inspiration. Because you need that. The 10 quarters of this craziness. You need that. Right? And I teach three professional languages. So if you want to continue your, your, your fever for getting more pediatric stuff, we, you can get more electives. We have three different electives you can take after you take this class. Right? This to me is the, the juice of what we're doing is why we're doing this kind of stuff. Because to me, what I want you to understand is you have to be here, right? This is a required class. This is a happy class. I get that, right? And if you want to sit and not listen to me and read a newspaper, or actually nobody does that one. If you want to look at my Facebook, that's supposed to be your own. If you want to look at my Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, or whatever, go right ahead. You can sit and just be quiet. But if you want to, if you want to gain the knowledge that you're going to need, either A, because you can see these kids in practice, or B, because you yourself are going to be a parent at some point in time, that's the whole idea, right? And I want you to be excited about this. I want you to be excited. I want you to, to understand the possibilities that are out there, right? This is for you, right? Did this type of education you're getting, ultimately, is for you to become the best character that you can be so you can serve the masses. Right? I have been so blessed in 30 some odd years of being in practice to have seen thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And yes, we made a ton of money, but that's not the point. Right? I'm not doing this because I make a lot of money. I make a lot of money because I serve a lot of people. Right? What comes first in your head? Make sure you got the right thing in your head. It's about the service. Right? The more you serve, right, as you so, so also share your grief, right, it comes like this, it's a full circle. And for me, my service, the service that I love doing is for the kids. And that's why I'm here, and that's why I can talk about it with you guys and get you guys.